Welcome back to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Add your voice to the discussion. Email hello at blindguytalkstech.com or call and leave us a voicemail on 0204-571-3354. Hey, welcome along to another Blind Guy Talks Tech. I am Stephen Scott, that blind guy, uh, or the blind guy. I'm getting my own name mixed up. <laughs> Nothing new there. Sean Priest is here, that other blind guy. Hello. I think you'll find now I'm the blind guy. Hello, Stephen Scott. <laughs> you just that jumped blind in guy. there. You just jumped in there and took it. I've ah. took the title. That's it. You'd take my grave so quick. And in fairness <laughs> with you and I, yeah, that could, uh, that could yeah. happen. Well, yeah. yeah. Wow. Anyway. That's, that's, wow, a start. A, that's a nice start to the uh, proceedings here. How are you doing, Sean? Are you uh, happy on Friday? Oh, it's beautiful. Is I've it had... Friday? It is. <laughs> it is Friday, isn't it? Um, no. Is it Saturday? No, it's Friday. Yeah, it is Friday. <laughs> wow. Yes, it is Friday. I've had a bacon sandwich. I've had a Coke. I'm good. You're ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, The other day we had the uh, get-together uh, over coffee. <clears throat> I thought we'd continue it today because it was yeah. so popular. So a a get-together over a bacon sandwich. We're, we're, uh, we're going up market, if anything. Uh, hey, listen, I, I, I've, I've, got, I've eaten them all now, but I actually have got cakes here. Um, McGee's Four Assorted Tarts. Oh, hello. Yeah. That's, that's very nice. You see, the thing is, the way you say that, I know you're thinking about the cakes <laughs> and not anything else. I am, Because definitely. I know you well enough. No, that's great. If, if I thought for one second you would share those, I would be happy. But um, I know they're no in, one's touching them but you. They're in the bin now. So, sorry. Ah, okay. All right. Too late. <clears throat> too late. Too late. Gee, I can't shift this cough. This whole week I have been sitting here coughing. Away, and it actually got to the point I was, I was trying to edit the coughs out. And I thought, I can't edit them out because there's so many of them. No, it's... Man, is COVID done then or what? <sighs> what is going on? You don't hear about it anymore. <laughs> Sarah's in there. She's been coughing for days and she can't shift it. And you think, well, is it a cold? Is it a cough? Do I need to buy a test? I mean, it's just so weird now. You can't get COVID a week after you've had COVID, right? Well, wasn't there that, that story just recently of a woman who got it twice in 10 days or 20 oh, days What's going something? on? What is happening I, with this thing? Yeah, I have no idea. I have no, but I'm with you. It does seem to be lingering around. I don't don't know if it is COVID or a chest infection, but it just seems that, you know, it, it's just so common now. It's it's weird. Everyone's coughing. Yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about it at all because I think it might just be a side effect. It seems so many people have got this yes. cough or a cold or a chest infection. Everyone seems to be getting it, so I'm I'm not worried about it. Um, it's just irritating. You know? It's oh, just yeah, irritating. Yeah. I want to punch you in the face, yeah, constantly. Well, that's, that's been a regular problem, though, hasn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's nothing new to this. Um, no, it's true. Okay, so <clears throat> I'll just cough just to annoy you <sighs> even more. Uh, okay, uh, let's talk about... So we've got a couple things to talk about today. I want to mention Twitter because I've been talking about it. It feels like forever. And mm. Robin did that demo of uh, Twitter using the web app or the Twitter app. It's really weird to describe this. Um, on the PC side, uh, there's this web, web app, but it's really just an app. But it's really just a website in a wrapper. <laughs> so it's a whapper. It's a whapper. I didn't even know it was there. I was. It's a whap. I was. Stop See it. Yes. With this? yes, I do. Is this yes, thing so on? I'm, just, I'm ignoring it. I was surprised that that was there. I did not know there was a default Twitter whap built into <laughs> Windows. So uh, well done, Robin. Remember whap? Remember that in the old phones? 
used to get wow. Was the, that was the internet in those days. Remember the it old was. Days? Yeah, what did it stand for? I can't remember now. Uh, mm. Wide area protocol phones. Yeah, yeah. Symbian, uh, is it a Symbian OS on the the Nokia's? God, yeah. Yeah, I was going Good back. Good old WAP. Terrible. I think it means something different with the kids these days. Oh, oh we better move on oh, then quickly. Point. Yes, actually, let's move on very quickly from that. <laughs> let's talk about um, audio description first, because you and I were just chatting about um, AD, and and I think was it wasn't it like a, a big day for AD. It was an International Awareness Day for audio description, or you know, let's all celebrate. Audio description day or something. I saw a lot of people I, tweeting about it. I get so confused. There's a, a day for everything, right? Um, so, yes, I'm, I'm sure there was. And AD is fantastic. We should celebrate it and there should be more of it. It's a great thing. But. Yeah, I've, I've covered all bases. There is a but, though. Yes. And as you know, I am a huge advocate for AD. I say that up top because I, I think it's important to say um, I we couldn't watch TV without it, couldn't watch films without it. Although in saying yep. that... <laughs> I did watch two movies last night without AD, and I love them. But in fairness, it's because I watched them years ago. I do know, yeah. Um, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh, yeah, what a film. Yeah, Such a good film. Uh, and Get Shorty. Oh, wow, John Travolta. Rene Rousseau. I can't remember mm-hmm. the guy who played Ray Bones in it, but oh, my God, such a... And, and what was his name? Gene Hackman. He was in it as well. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, it's such a funny film. I mean, brilliantly funny. I love those kind of movies. And I grew up on gangster movies and stuff, and so any kind of joke at them or... And the thing <laughs> that gets shorty was it was a smart way of doing it. It was. Because it was kind of around the subject rather than kind of poking fun at it. It was really good, really, really good. Um, but yeah, so I watched those last night without AD, but then I'd watched them before and I kind of knew the score. and knew what was going on. And some movies, especially if you've seen them before, obviously, you know, you, you don't really need it. You know, you can kind of get by but there is another genre of movie which I think is quite difficult when it comes to AD, and that is musicals. Yes. So we were having a bit of a laugh earlier about The, the Greatest Showman and how I've never seen this movie. Nor me. I've got it on my Skybox to watch. It's there. We started watching it one night, and we stopped. I think actually what's happened with this film is I've, I bought the DVD when it came out. Because well, you the got D- the DVD as well. I got the DVD because it had AD on it. Right. But then I've lost the DVD, and we've now removed the DVD player from the house. Yeah, who's got a DVD player anymore? Exactly. Was this the 90s? Yeah. So, yeah, we got rid of that. That's all gone. So the downside is I now no longer can watch it, but it came on to Channel 4, I think, the other week, and it had AD on it there. So we recorded it, and uh, we started watching it, and and that was fine. Um, But the one problem... No, through. well, no, no. Well, Failed I'll be honest. Out. Something happened with the family, and it kind of got in the way of things, and that's what kind of stopped us. Because actually, we were okay. really enjoying it up to that point. Uh, I actually was quite enjoying it, but and so was my wife. But the problem was something happened with the family. We had to kind of we were distracted for a bit, and it just kind of took our minds away from it, and the mood just changed dramatically. So I think we watched something like I don't know, Top Gun, or you know, <laughs> something yeah. far more violent, um, <clears throat> just just to suit our Scottish moods at the time. <laughs> okay. Um. But the issue was that, you know, when you're watching these films with AD, um, if it's a musical especially, you really get into the music and then, and, and it's because the describer has to say what's going on. That's the whole point of AD, is telling you what's happening on screen and you want to know what's happening on screen. But it's kind of in the way of the music. Yeah. Well, see, when you I mentioned this, that. you mentioned this earlier, and I said, no, no, wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about this when mm. we record because 
I had exactly the same thought earlier in this week because I was watching something called Flight of the Concords. I don't know if you know that. I know the name, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. So they're like a comedy. Dougal's seen it. My dog's seen it. He's he's shouting. Yeah, he he loves them. Brilliant film. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so Flight of the Concords. They're they're a comedy band, Uh, but they have a an HBO. I think it's HBO TV series. They did. Oh, it's a a series, right? Yeah. So they did a TV show about moving to LA and all this, and they sing songs in every episode. They sing a couple of songs, and I I've actually bought it. So I bought it on um, Apple iTunes or somewhere. I've got it on my Apple TV. So I was watching it, and there's no AD. And I was thinking, ah, oh, man, I wish it had AD. It's like, shall I tweet out and yeah, I'll see if I could tweet them? Because <laughs> I really would like love AD. Mm. But when I thought about it, actually, I'm not sure how they would do it. I mean, because I wouldn't want AD over the songs. I wouldn't. Yep. Uh, so I wouldn't want it there. So it'd have to be pretty sparse. Uh, you know, sort of minimal AD, but would that be better or is it just fine without it? I don't know. I'm so, I'm sort of programmed now that if something hasn't got AD, I'm almost, I'm not going to bother. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. But, but then I'm not entirely sure how you could do it with something like a musical. And I'm sure someone will email in and say, here's a perfect example how you do it right. You know, Moulin Rouge or I don't know, whatever else music. I can't think of any other. Oliver Twist. Classy uh, Jane. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Edward Stages. I think we can sing that one because I think everyone's dead. So we can pretty much. I think, I think we're safe. That was on the other week. And funnily enough, my daughter watched it. And it's like, she actually watched the whole film. I was quite amazed. Usually she's watching some anime manga, you know, laser shooting giant <laughs> robots or something. But <laughs> Clammy Jane, I was, I was shocked. Yeah, there's no mutants uh, shooting in that one. But there's plenty no. of shooting going on. So maybe that's what appealed. Yeah, as long as they're shooting. Their kids yeah. are happy. <laughs> But you're right. I mean, how do you how do you fit AD into that? And um, yeah, <clears throat> it's, it's, so, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because you almost feel like you need something additional. You know, almost like could you just give me a summary at the start of what's going to happen? Um, you know, if yeah. it's if it's about what they wear and it's about how they dance. I mean, I don't know. I often think this is the same with theatre, right? We're going to get into this in a couple of uh, weeks' time. We're going to talk a little bit about audio description in theatre and how that works, right? Because how does that work? Um, in a live environment. And again, how do you do it without interrupting the thing? Because if you watch, I mean, if I went to see something like Les Miserables, right? Which I've never been to see. I'm not a theatre Les Mis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, old yeah. Les Mis. Yeah, yeah. Bit of old I Dreamed a Dream kicks up and you think, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, you know, she's standing at the microphone, you know, she's singing the song, she's twirling her hair. <laughs> Whatever it is they do, right? Um, yes. Then that's just going to get in the way of it. It's going It's going to ruin the mood of it. And I think that's the case with Greatest Showman because it seems to me the Greatest Showman, although, as I say, I've only seen a bit of it, the same song seems to play for about the first half hour. Um, and then they move on, I guess, to another... I think, I think there's the three songs in it. And then oh, they come cool. on to song two. <laughs> and then they sing This Is Me at the end and everyone goes home. I think that's pretty much the Greatest Showman. But <clears throat> Spoiler I'm, alert. But I'm looking yeah. forward to watching it to see what happens. But at the same token, I just think, um, how do you get round the issue with AD on musicals? Because... You, no, it does. It gets in the way, and it's the same. Another show I would love is is totally different to this. Is the thick of it um, on BBC, which is a brilliantly funny political satire. Um, mm. But there is so little room for audio description because the dialogue is so dense. It is. It's that space, isn't it, where you got to cram in a description of either what's happened or what's coming up or what's happening right now. And actually, in some ways, 
some of those shows lend themselves very well to audio. Because the dialogue is so dense, it almost gives you the whole picture in itself. Yeah, it's its own audio description, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's interesting, isn't it? I, so. I see. I, I think something like a musical, I'm thinking of you know, the Flight of the Conquerors thing that I like. It's, it's only, I only want description. I don't care if they're dancing or they're pulling a funny face. Mm. I want a, a, a quick description if it's something that is relevant to the plot. You know, they're doing something in the song that moves the story along and it's important to the story. Then then tell me that. Other than that, I don't want to know anything else. But yeah, there's going to be other people out there say, I want to know every single detail. I don't want to miss out on things that people with sight are, are getting. That I, I don't want to you know, be missing out on that. So it's really tricky to please anyone or everyone or you me. Know, I'm doing an interview, absolutely. I'm doing an interview tonight, actually, with um, IDC. It's the company that does the audio description for Netflix and other oh. companies, but Netflix in particular. And I think we'd all agree that Netflix, I say Netflix, but in this case, it's IDC, has yep. really gone to town on AD in the production Excellent. of it, the quality, yep. the consideration of the voice, of the, the mix you know, for example, <clears throat> I, I can I, I don't know if I'm speaking out of school saying this, but you know what? To hell with it. Um, but HBO apparently broadcast in stereo in America, right? That's how they, I think on HBO Max, they broadcast in stereo. Mm. And in preparation for the interview, they were telling me that um, they still mix the AD in 5.1. Even though it broadcasts in stereo, they still mix it in 5.1 because should, it, should there be a situation where they do broadcast in 5.1, they want to make sure that it's available in 5.1 with AD. I mean, that takes it to the next level, right? When you don't even need to do it and they're doing it. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's good. When you think, I mean, I don't want to slam anyone over here, but, you know, British companies could really take a leaf out of their book. That's maybe as far as I'll go with it. Oh, sometimes it feels to me like it's just ticking the box of, yeah, we've done that, but we've done it in the, 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 the least involved, the least, you know, minimalistic way we can to take with the that exception box. of ITV, right? And I, the reason I say that is because ITV they brought their, their audio description team in house, um, so they don't use an external company anymore. And That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, all the other channels do. They all use external companies. All use third yeah. parties. Mostly, it's Red B Media who does a lot of the AD in, in this country. That's why you'll find the same voices showing up on a BBC drama as you'll find on a Channel Five drama, because um, it's the same company doing it. Yeah, yeah. But with ITV, they have their own team. They have their own people. Actually, I think I saw an advert for them hiring for an audio describer, which is interesting. So another new voice will join the team. And um, it's been just really interesting to hear how ITV have done this and how they've actually managed to achieve as much as they've achieved. And going going further, I mean, that whole thing I was telling you about, you know, having a, an image of what the show is like, almost getting a, an overview of the show. They're doing that. They did it with Trigger Point, one of the big ITV dramas. Yeah, that's right. And they actually put together a little montage, which, <clears throat> excuse me, went a lot further than I thought it was going to go. Um, like they actually had the actors that talk about their character and what they wear and what they do and who they are. And it really gave you that kind of meet the meet the characters, very touch tour-like in the approach that you would well, get with a theatre. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that is actually helpful, right? It's mm -hmm. not just ticking a box, it's got AD. That is something that, okay, that adds something, and that is tailored for us. So absolutely, fantastic job. So I think they're doing well. Now, there's another side to all this, and that is on-demand is, is shocking in this country. On-demand with AD is just shocking. I mean, for example, with Sky, and it really irritates me with Sky because, you know, Sky has a huge library of content that they've built up with their own AD people working 
their backsides off, sometimes early in the morning, especially when Game of Thrones was on. Yes. The stories I used to hear about, you know, the, the voiceover talent would go in at like 1 a.m. and they'd have to record the AD with like, they had to put newspapers up in the booth so when, you know, so no one could see in because no one was allowed to see the video beforehand. They had to sign a deg- an agreement before they recorded. This secret stuff was going on in the morning so that by the time it was broadcast on Sky, whatever channel, um, it would be available with AD. And, yeah. um, you know, all this hard work's been done but yeah, you go to Sky On Demand and there's nothing. There's no AD on any of the shows, on any of the films, nothing. Ridiculous. It's, it's the old left-hand, right-hand thing, right? They don't know what they're doing. They're not... They're not. It, it makes no sense that the hard work has been done. Exactly. But there doesn't seem to be a recognition of it. And I, I think it's on us, to some degree, to, to shout about that and say to Sky, come on. I mean, at least I respect how much the people shout- you work with, right? How much shouting can you do? Well, not that much? much. I mean, And it doesn't you know, work, does it? I mean, we've been shouting about it for how many years? Um, look at look at Sky Glass comes out with no yeah. accessibility. I'm sorry, I, I get it, and we're so happy that we got some sort of voiceover uh, screen reader capability with Sky eventually. But then to bring out Sky Glass with nothing again, I, I'm sorry, that's that's not good enough. Just isn't. You see, I didn't agree with the detractors who said it's been 18 years. Finally, you've come up with a solution. Why should I be pleased about this? I didn't go with that. I thought, no, no, no. actually, I don't go with that. I think, you know what? And, and it's funny because I went against a lot of my colleagues at RNIB who agreed with or disagreed with me on this. Um, because my take on it was really simple. Look, at least they've done it. That's good. Let's move on. I can take it for that. I'm not saying we should be grateful, but we, you know, we should be pleased that at least <laughs> it's here. You know, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the fact that you turned up late to the party. You bothered to turn up, right? So that's yes. good. I'm happy at that. I don't mind being grateful, in fact. But sorry, yeah. that, that should show a shift in your thinking of accessibility. Exactly, but that's the problem. So then they bring out Sky Glass, and they bring out nothing in terms of accessibility. Yeah. And you that do it again. That is not good enough. Yeah, you did it absolutely. once, you can do it again. I mean, you've yeah. gone to the bother of doing it for Sky Q, do it for Sky Glass. Just come on, get on with it. Now, I realise these things don't happen overnight, but they knew they were obviously going to launch Sky Glass. They obviously had it in planning to, to build the accessibility for Sky Q, so somebody, left hand could have spoken to the right hand somewhere along the line. And and it just, <clears throat> to me, it goes back to that fundamental point of where we stand in society. And I don't mean yeah. to sound like a negative, but you know we can all stand up and shout about how proud we are to be blind and how happy we all are to be disabled and all the rest of it. It doesn't change anything. We're still the lowest of the low when it comes to it. Let's be frank about this. Let's be honest about it. You may be. How dare you, sir? It's true, though. But we are seen like that. Absolutely. Of course we are. When, I mean, can you imagine if that was, you know, anything else you think about in regards to that particular setup, right? They've, they've got accessibility. Someone's looking at the menu system going, now, have we copied everything across? Yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. Got, we've got the settings and we've got the, we've got the tuning thing and we've got the parental lock. Excellent, we've copied all that across. Oh, there's this accessibility thing. I oh, forget that. We'll get that another day. They can wait. Yeah. And where's yeah, the exactly. kick up? Where's the fuss? Nothing. Is it on the news? No, because no one mm. cares. No. Except us. Yeah, and you're so, right. I'm not, like, I'm not being defeatist about it. It's just that's the reality. No, no, but at the same time, look, I was with you, right? Because we said the same thing when that came out on Sky Q. You know, we got accessibility. So very good. Fantastic. I did make the point myself that, you know, okay, it took you long enough, but fine. But that should have been the marker. That should have mm-hmm. been, okay, we understand, and now we know. Now we, we understand accessibility. And they, 
to be honest, it, it seems like you've learned nothing. Uh-huh. You've learned absolutely nothing. So I, I don't know. I the don't other, know. Actually, the other one I wanted to mention, which kind of really irritated me this week, was we sat down to watch Speed on Amazon Prime. I've seen wow. Speed in years. Love that film. Yeah. And again, it's one of those movies we could get away with without AD. But if it's got AD, you probably find you learn things about the movie you didn't know. Yeah. So we put it on and we wait. And we wait, and it's got quite a long intro. If you remember Speed, it's, there's like a lift shaft or something. The camera goes down all the way to the bottom or whatever, and it must be the tallest building in the world. It takes forever to get to the bottom. And um, no AD comes up. Nothing. Absolutely uh-huh. no AD. It's labelled as having AD. No oh. AD on it. And where was this? Amazon Prime. Right, okay. Uh, because there was a whole pile of films. I was finding loads of films. Um, and also, if you've got it, I mean... It's interesting because uh, I've been watching quite a bit of Disney Plus recently, and Star in particular, their channel, and uh, mm-hmm. there's lots of films coming out with AD. Um, old films, you know, a lot of old films. Here's the one that made me smile. And if you are a fan of this show, as I was, you should definitely watch this episode. I, I even I was so tempted to just sit and do a watch party with you and just listen to what happened on it. Just, just because... Just because I'd love to get your reaction to that. I'd love to do like a reaction to this one. Yeah. So one of my favorite shows is The Golden Girls, right? I loved The Golden Girls. I mean, anybody who thinks women aren't funny should just watch The Golden Girls, right? I mean, it's just... Fantastic, yes. Brilliant. And um, there's an episode in the first season. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I think you might have mentioned this to me as well. Yeah. I think it's called Blind Ambitions. And it's where Rose's sister, who's blind, comes along. Lily, yes. Lily. And um, have you seen this episode? I have. I YouTubed. Oh, no, I shouldn't say that. I, I watched it somewhere, yes. And uh, just because I, I thought, I can't remember at the time watching it. But No, yes, I, mean, I, I, did. didn't, I don't remember at all. Um, what did you think? For those that have seen it, right? Because I mean, let's just assume people have seen it. What did you think? I assumed it was going to be cringeworthy. And actually, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Th- I thought it was all right. Um, it was a little bit, man. But what do you expect? It's very happy days, like, right? It, it's, it's a comedy it's, show. It's a comedy show, and it, it's trying to get some sort of message across, I guess, in, in twenty-five minutes or whatever it is. So it is. In what the eighties? Was it eighties or nineties? Yes, I. I just want. I've seen worse. I've seen a lot yeah. worse of handling a disability than that one. Um, I was I very impressed. I thought it was good. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I thought it was good. I was I was surprised. I was like you. I expected it to be horrible. I thought it was going to be so stereotypical. Um, and then there was parts of it that were. Yeah. Um, but I think they had to do that to kind of lead it to where they needed it to go. Uh, and if you watch the episode, you'll see what I mean. You know, the kind of realisation, the honesty in it was quite impre- incredible. Someone going through sight loss and being quite open about that experience and how it was affecting them in a in a in an angry sense, you know, going through that grieving process. Yeah, um, I, th- I can I do it. it I can quite... do it. I can still do it. I can still yeah. do it. Uh, yeah, I, I just I just felt the whole, you know, you go from that and then you go to, hey, it's fifty steps to the taxi rank. It was uh, that bit made me a little bit. Eh. <laughs> yeah, you know, but as I yeah. said, I mean, how else do you handle that in a, a comedy sitcom like that? Anyway, you've got you, so much so little time to put across get... this point. Yeah, yeah, and they're trying to show someone who's gone through a journey of becoming independent, and it sounds very American in their approach. 
Yeah, yeah. And I like, I mean, there's something about it, right? I mean, again, if you haven't seen it, you really should go and watch it. And yeah, it's on YouTube. I don't care who, where people get it right. You watch what you like. But Golden Girls Blind, I think I put in. <laughs> well, there you go. You'll, you'll, exactly, you'll find it. But it's it's one of those things that um, what I really was impressed by was the way that the others dealt with it. For example, when there was a suggestion of Lily uh, and Rose going back to live together in Chicago. So that Rose has to leave and go back to live with her, to look after her, to become her carer, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that's what Lily wants. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, all the others are like, no, she has to learn to live independently. She has to learn to live as an independent blind woman. And I thought, God, what an impressive message to send out. Yeah. Because that, in in but- that time, I mean, considering where we are today, that's actually pretty out there. That's what we keep coming back to, wasn't it? The, the time when that was actually about was it the 80s was it yeah mid 80s yeah mid 80s early 90s exactly that sort of well actually she'll be fine on her own it was quite an impressive message because that you would have expected it to be well you must go back and live with her you've got to look after your sister you know she can't she can't live like this she's blind yes exactly right i was really impressed by that and the other thing that was impressed about it was the episode had audio description oh and now yeah no, yeah, of course. On on where I watched on, it, on obviously Prime it, it did. Yeah, it, it didn't. Oh, not that's on Prime, cool. Sorry, not on Prime. I'm um, on Star, I guess, or Disney on Star on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I cancelled my Disney Plus because I watched every single Marvel movie and Star Wars movie, which <laughs> I did not. So yeah, that was it. That's all I needed, and there was nothing on Star because when I just after I watched everything I wanted to watch, Star came onto Disney Plus, and there just was nothing there to keep me on. But um, actually. Thinking about it, Golden Girls and things like that, I may I may take another There's look. Tons of stuff on there, so much good stuff. How much is Disney Plus now? Is it? Uh, <sighs> depends how you get in it, I suppose. Yeah, I think, I think I paid. I want to say five ninety nine a month, something like that. No, but that was the initial offer when it was being launched over here. I paid for twelve months at five ninety nine or something. Oh, maybe so that's what just... I did. Yes, that's right. There was that initial one off fee. Wasn't I'm there? thinking seven ninety nine, like Netflix used to be, but Netflix has gone up now. It's ten ninety nine, isn't it? So, hmm, yeah, yeah, I, I don't what's know. What's going on at Netflix? There seems to be um, all kinds of weird stuff going on over there at the minute. There's reading well, all the, kinds of stuff. They've lost two hundred thousand. They they predicted two point nine million new subscribers. Over the last twelve months, and they actually lost two point something or other. They lost more than they um, they were expecting to gain. But can and you believe, trying... I mean, is that a surprise in a cost of living crisis that people are thinking? Do you know what? Do I need this? Exactly the point. Exactly right. So you know, people are saying, "Well, it should have gone up because of COVID, and people are staying in more and more." Mm. But we've got those price hikes that are worried. I'm worried about the cost of my energy bills. I mean, I'm nearly paying four hundred pounds a month now. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous, and you got to start making cuts, and, and Netflix is one that's going to go. And I hate to say that because I love Netflix. Mm. The AD is amazing, and, and all the whole family do. But, you know, I'm going to have to cut it and just do it, you know, subscribe when I want to. If I let things build up, maybe binge and then turn it off. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's surprising. They're going to see a lot of these sort of luxuries disappear, I think. Streaming well, is a luxury. And I think also there's just so many of them. You know, I think that's the problem. That it's a bit like what happened with music. There was this happened with music for a little while, and it's starting to consolidate a little bit. I kind of hope that that'll happen. I kind of almost like I wish Amazon would buy Netflix and 
you know, maybe buy Disney and, you know, well, not buy yeah, Disney, but you know, I mean, just, happen. I know, but, you, you know, just bring it together a bit or at least mm-hmm. make a package deal. I kind of like Sky for that. Sky do that pretty well. It's just, unfortunately, the execution on the box isn't the most accessible. Um, but, you know, I do like the fact that you can pay through your Sky bill. I mean, you're still paying for it. But yeah, they sometimes yeah, yeah. do a better deal because you're bringing it in through that. So, I mean, I, I, I don't pay as much for Netflix, but that's because I'd get it through Sky. Yeah. I do have a pay nearly 100 quid a month for Sky. <laughs> yeah, so, which it just blows my mind. I can't yeah, say that. What the hell is that all about? My Unless you're into your football, which I could care less about. I, I, I don't even get the sports. That's the thing. I'm not even paying for sports. That's before really? sport. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it goes way above. And my neighbour, he gets um, he gets sports channels. And um, he's, he just, he was, all I'll say is he was looking for alternative means to get, you know, the football games he wanted to see, right? Because he was just mm-hmm. thinking, I can't afford this. You know, this is yep, ridiculous. And that was before the cost of living crisis. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, electricity bills. I had I heard this week that the guy from Scottish Power, the head guy, he apparently is uh, has been saying that the bills could go up this year. They're going up to roughly 1900 just over £1,900 a year for, for everybody. And then next year with the increases that will come in October this year, that could go up to two and a half or even £2,600 a year. On and, top, it's not, and it's not over a, then. Yeah, you know? no, and it's, it's ridiculous. Just, Something needs to be done. That's At ridiculous. the point you're getting close to paying the same for your energy as you are for your mortgage, mm-hmm. then there's something wrong. And you know what? I, I've just said, I can't afford. I've got this amount that I can spend and I can't afford anymore. Um, I, I'm in the... I don't know if I should say, no, I will say this because I'm disabled. I'm in the luxury. (laughs) I've got the luxury of not being able to be cut off. So I've got a lot of negotiation there. I can say, this is how much I can afford. But for people who aren't in that, you know, who've got no, nothing. Well, the the energy company says, well, we're just going to turn off your supply. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? It's disgusting, quite frankly. I'm, I'm amazed by it. It's so frightening. It really is. And and it, it's not just that. It's food prices. It's everything. Yeah, but look, see, I, I haven't noticed so much of an increase in, in actual living yet. And maybe it's too early or maybe whatever I'm buying hasn't shown, reflected the increase. But and I the takeaway is not increasing prices at no, this point. No, 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 they're still fine. Absolutely fine. <laughs> so I haven't noticed the difference there yet. And I kind of think, is this now a media story? Is this something that they are latching on to and... Hey, hey, this is the new bogeyman. Look at the prices. We're all going into poverty. Um, I think the energy thing... What's the benefit, though? What's the benefit in in terrifying people into... Because the news always needs a story. There always needs to be something. Yeah, but I mean, I can understand it with Brexit, for example, because everyone wanted to blame Brexit for everything and then Brexit was going to be the answer to everything and now it's the devil and all the rest. You know, I, I get that, but I don't think there's any boogeyman here other than the, the the fact that the actual boogeyman is at the door. There comes a point when it's like, you know, is someone downstairs or is there a creaking of the floorboards? And in fact, there's someone standing downstairs with an axe and a you know Chainsaw. electric bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No, no, you could you could be right, but I'm just saying that it seems like everything. You know, now we got to worry about you know, because of the the war in Europe, we got to worry about the, mm. the, the food supply even. And I, I get it, I get it. It's, it's news, but sometimes I think it just can be just such a worry. I, I, I oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's well, it is. You know, but I'll be honest, I'm less worried about nuclear war. Oh yeah, 
Okay, fair enough. Good for oh, you. I am. Oh, look, I mean, look, if it comes, it comes, right? We're all going to die. We'll be fried in five seconds. It's forget it, right? <laughs> whoa, it's done. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got a feeling we're coming to the end of the episode. Please, let's not finish on we're all going to die. <laughs> I mean, that's no, a joke. No, I didn't say we... we're all going to die. I just said if, if I think someone you did. If, well, what I'm saying is if, that, if, if he decides to blow Europe apart and wipe us all out with a nuclear bomb... Well, what a what can we do about it? I don't think this podcast has any power in this. Well, I don't no, think I I've can got, say, well, I've if I put out an episode twice a day, he'll stop immediately. <laughs> Those weapons will be turned back. It's worth you know, a try. Going to change, and at the end of the day, it will be incinerated within seconds. If we're again, lucky, again, again, stop it! If we're lucky, you're making it worse. Ah, <laughs> yes, you can't do anything about it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Just don't get worry. on with your life. Oh, I feel a Bobby McFarren outro coming up here. <laughs> I'm not even finished yet. We've got to do the Twitter thing. Uh, right, so... <sighs> right, okay. If you haven't been incinerated, you can now use Twitter. Um, so this is the really? thing. <laughs> really? You've got to go ahead with Twitter, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to bring up Twitter here um, because, you know, for, first off, this is just... Um, this is interesting to me, right? So Twitter, I'm going to just unmute my speech. Speech unmuted. On my... Uh, Mac here. So I'm on the Mac and running Safari and I've opened up the Twitter website. Now, what Robin showed us a couple of weeks back was the web, <laughs> the whapper, <laughs> as I'm calling it now, the web wrapper um, yes. around the Microsoft Edge um, version of, of Twitter, I guess, right on the PC. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to try this and my, my, you might want to try this as well. You can try along at home. Um, so if you go onto the Twitter website, uh, there's actually a, a really cool list of web shortcuts that you can use to quickly navigate around Twitter. Because you said to me a while back, you don't use the Twitter website that often. I don't, no, not at all, no. Okay. Well, um, I've gone onto the website, and I'm going to hit K. Show 35 tweets. Button. And that's going to take me timeline. right to the very top of my uh, timeline, right? So that's everything that's there right now. Hang on. And let me stop you right there. Now, that K, is that a Twitter shortcut or is that just like jump into the first link in the website, like a quick nav? Kind thing? of thing, right? But this is not a Mac thing. This is not a Windows thing. This is very much a Twitter only thing. Right. So um, it's a Twitter shortcut. So these are Twitter shortcuts, gotcha. right? Now, you may find that on some screen readers and some machines, you may need to find a pass-through. Because obviously, if you're on JAWS, for example, you know, the letter K would, would do something else. Was that place markers or something? I can't remember. But yes, it would do something else. Um, so you'd have to, for example, on the PC with JAWS, you'd hit Insert and Z, and that will turn off the virtual... Um, I can't remember the name of that feature. It's like virtual cursor. It's not virtual cursor, but it's virtual something. Virtualizing anyway, the screen. Um, but yeah. you turn that feature off, and then basically it allows you to use the keyboard commands specific to this website, right? So letter K takes you to the top of your timeline, and then you just go from there. Now, if I want to load these new 35 new tweets, I just hit the uh, period. Now, you don't get a lot of feedback on this website. That's the only thing. So you have to kind of None. trust it's doing it. <laughs> None in this case. So I'm going to hit K again. Engadget verified account at Engadget one minute ago the morning after. CNN Plus is shutting down co slash 3K4HJD9 image one. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, the news about CNN Plus shutting down. Didn't even get to 30 days. Wow. Shocker. Hardly anybody subscribed. Unlike Blind Guy Toast Tech. Just saying, CNN, you remove. <laughs> um, 
So you hit K to get you to the top, and then you hit J to move forward. Alan Russell retweeted RNIB Connect Radio at RNIB Radio 15 minutes ago. Get active with this major athletics event in London. R- okay, so that's a radio tweet from RNIB Radio, right? So um, I could go into that if I wanted to. Now I can just hit enter. Link. Alan Russell retweeted. Alan now, Ru- what you've got here is you're now basically into a situation where I would personally just use the regular um, ways to find links. So in my case, I would just use my command to find a link, and then I can play that audio that's attached to this tweet, right? Um, I can go back. Back. Um, now, let's say I wanted to find out what's my um, notifications, what's my notifications. So I can hit the letter G for go, and then the letter N, G, N. Now, again, no feedback. It's really annoying that, actually. I wish it would say something, but it doesn't. Yes. But if you hit K. Timeline, notifications, group, new tweet notifications for RNIB Connect Radio, article. Okay, so we, we kind of knew that, right? But we got that notification in there. Uh, let's go to another one. So, again, I hit J to move down the timeline here. Gordon Anthony at Blind Gordon five hours ago at Blind Guy Tech. Have you seen this? Potentially great news for the environment, but how will manufacturers of mobile phones maintain sales if our batteries last so much longer? Smiling face with sunglasses. Quote. Okay, interesting tweet I'll read later on from Gordon Anthony, regular listener to the show. Uh, He's asking if I've uh, spotted something there. Again, I can move through this uh, with the J key. Kingston Blind retweeted your tweet. Want to listen to your at RNIB talking books on your Amazon Echo device? So that's one of our tweets we put out. Someone's retweeted that. So that's me going through my notifications. If I want to go to messages, I can hit G and M. Got it. Button. So that would be telling Select me... Select the actions menu on any... Con- introducing pinned conversations. All right, okay. Select so the actions menu on any... Con- got it. Button. So I'll just say okay to that. Again, I hit K. Joke in the music. Jonathan Mosen. K. Gukukiglu. Azor. Okay, so that's some people I've spoken to in the past couple of days, uh, coming up there in my message list. Again, if I want to go back to home, I can just hit G and H, and then hit K. Timeline, your home timeline. Group, Alan Russell retweeted our NIB. And we go, we're back to the start again. If I want to create a tweet, I just hit the letter N. And 11 more items. Web dialogue, tweet text, edit text, new line. And Insertion I can start writing a tweet. Um, if I want to like a tweet, I just hit L. If I want to t- retweet a tweet, I hit T. Um, there's lots and lots of keyboard commands that can very quickly help you navigate around this, and I'll show you where they Time. are so you can go and find them for yourself. If you uh, press the question mark key, and again, you get very little feedback. Um, <laughs> keyboard shortcuts with dialogue. If I navigate around. Keyboard shortcuts with dialogue. So here we go. Keyboard shortcuts with dialogue. Okay, I'm going to have to interact with this on the Mac, so I'll In do that. Keyboard shortcuts, heading level two. Keyboard shortcuts, heading level two. Navigation, table, two columns, 18 rows. Question mark, clickable, co- shortcut help, click, question mark, clickable, row two. Next tweet, clickable, co- J, clickable, column two. And so it goes on. And you can just arrow through that. You can just read through all of those. And there are a lot of keyboard shortcuts in there. So that's just a very quick look at it. But I just wanted to show you that, Sean, because, you know, that is across Windows. That was excellent. Yes, of course. Yes. So it's it's website based. So it's wherever, whatever platform you're on. Chromebooks. Yes, absolutely. They're usable. Can I stop? Stop it now. You've already killed us all. Now you're attacking Chromebooks. (laughs) But um, no, really good, really good. See, I was sort of getting confused between that and the normal screen reader quick navigation keys, you know, headings, mm. buttons and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, well, sure, you can jump around like that as well. But this is actually more direct than that. And also, can I say for NVDA users, it's NVDA key, usually caps lock, 
and space. If you do that, then you're in the mode where you can use these website Twitter shortcuts as well. Now, the thing is that in a way, it's good that these exist. The problem is if you're not using them all the time, you can very quickly forget these commands, which is why it's good to have, um, you know, in this case, shift forward slash, and you can just bring up the list of commands. This also works on Facebook. Um, I don't know if you can do it on YouTube. I, I use it on YouTube all can. the time. F for full screen, N for next. Uh, uh, just using the left and right arrows to skip forward and back through the timeline of a video. Yeah, again, you just need to put your screen reader in the correct mode, NVDA, space, and uh, what was it on, Jules, sorry? Uh, insert Z. Insert Z, yeah. Just remember and turn it back on when you're finished with the website, otherwise you'll have some issues navigating yes. around. <laughs> um, but it's just a really useful way of navigating Twitter. And it, and I think it might make it a little bit easier for people. Now, I didn't go into it, but you can, on that uh, window, when you, especially when you're creating a new tweet, you can add an image, you can add an image description, you can schedule a tweet as well. And it's how I'm doing it now. I just find it so much easier. I mean, it's a little bit more labor intensive. It's a bit more uh, navigation around. It's not the end of the world, though. At the end of the day, you, you're kind of using your original navigation mixed in with these to some degree, especially when you go into the dialog boxes. You're using your regular navigation, but when you're actually in the tweet window, if you like, just to go through your timeline, so much quicker with J and K. You can just navigate yeah. around. It's so easy to get the tweets. You can like, you can retweet, you can do what you want to do very quickly. You can get up to date with Twitter. So I just think that's something worth knowing. A lot of people don't even know those commands exist. It's like a hidden thing. I think some screen readers do tell you when you go on the page, Yeah. Um, but sometimes you've got to go past the option for it to tell you. Sometimes we'll just read it out automatically. But for people who don't know about it, I just thought we'd mention it today. So um, have a play with it, see how you got on, um, and uh, let us know. Now everyone's covered for Twitter. No matter what you're using, you should be fine. So we exactly expect we tweets. Tweets all over the place. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm going to have to start using it now. I've got no excuse. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Now he's like, oh, thanks, Stephen. Thanks for that. And listen, that was a lot of fun today. And um, yeah, we talked about audio description, nuclear war, and Twitter. I think we did pretty well on that one. I think that well was done. Good, that was a, what a coffee morning that was. I think <laughs> our coffee good. mornings are going to get banned in this rate. <laughs> so they should. At least it's not on Twitter. Uh, anyway. We will be back with uh, the Weekend Edition tomorrow. Uh, joining us, you're here. Uh, we've got Robin. We've got Tim. No Sally this week, sadly. She is uh, otherwise engaged. She's got a job. Oh, well. Could be paid bothered. money. Yeah, Ridiculous. Turn up. I know it's disgraceful. But yep, Saturday and Sunday we're here. And uh, yeah, catch us for that. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit BlindGuyTalksTech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow.